The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, how was the journey? What happened? Anything? How did it go? And just to say, this was a way of introducing receiving, being held in kindness, in metta. Because often what is difficult when we do self-compassion, we do self-metta for ourselves, what can be difficult is being held in it, just feeling it thoroughly. So this is a way to be felt, to, 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 to feel held in metta, in love. And it can, for many people, it can make it easier to generate kindness for yourself, to, to hold yourself in metta and kindness that you, you generate for yourself. If at first you do one part of the equation, you've done the receiving, and then the giving and receiving from yourself to yourself can become easier and more natural. So this is one, one step towards that. So, yeah, you feel pretty chilled. <laughs> I don't see a lot of movement wanting to talk, but I'm still going to invite you if anybody wants to comment what that was, what, was the, what that was like, whether it worked, didn't work, it's all good. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm going to start out on not as positive a note as I'd like this whole thing to start out on. It was really great for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, what was interesting is what came up for me is what comes up for me anyways around yeah. that whole thing. And yeah. um, I just got a, like a distressing work email and right in the middle of it like that whole thing like started to unwind and I started to think about like oh there's a problem and it needs to get fixed I should leave right now and fix it and like the whole thing and then I started to think well you can sit here and take care of yourself because that thing you know you've got till Wednesday to get that thing fixed so you know so I sort of I felt like I couldn't um as much um, follow what you were saying anymore because yeah. I started to yeah. but I think that the value of it probably is looking at if it, it it's some variation of this like I haven't done something correctly or right, right and therefore I'm you know not what I, I can't accept the kindness or the love that's coming my way so it, it's kind of interesting that it played out like that but it seems yeah. so, you know, the weird thing is it seems so urgent. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it must be solved it's, right now. And I was right. like, like, girl, you got till Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and you can work on the weekend. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's great to see the pattern of your mind. And it's so interesting because I both see the, what, what you mentioned, which is the micro level of it. And then there is the macro level because you started your comment saying, oh, this is not going to be positive. Like, oh, I'm going to do something wrong here. Like, no, 
there's nothing wrong. It's actually great, what came, right? To both to see that pattern, and then the way you worked with it was, oh, actually, you know, this is not urgent because that that urgency, it's going to come up. It's the pattern of your mind. It's the pattern that has been rewarded over and over and over. It's not going to stop during just because you're doing a guided meditation. Like that pattern is very strong. It's going to come up. Like now, you know, to do this now and. Whereas the, with the way you work with it was, no, this is not urgent. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. This is not urgent. It, this is you know. Don't need to pull the fire. You know, it's not a fire drill. It's okay. This is need to take care of myself now, which is exactly what you said. So lovely. Yeah. It may not work the way you expect, these guided meditations. They never do. I'm not expecting you know, everyone to follow every single word. You know, it can happen, but usually it doesn't. That's why I suggest to, you, know, you have permission to adjust and adapt, given what's coming up right now. It's all good. You're welcome. Sylvie? Um. This setting was difficult for me. Um, I was in the canoe and and then I had a hard time getting to that. I can't remember what little thing kind of sidetracked you. I don't know what word you use, but there was some water that... Waterway? Waterway, okay. Um, waterway, never heard that word, so maybe that's why. Um, and I got to that house and... I just could not picture that house kept changing, modern, old. <laughs> um, and, and then it was difficult to get in the house because the person was kind of kind, so they were expecting me, but at the same time, I feel like I'm a stranger just knocking at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really had a hard time and then I kind of relaxed and you know you said you can just diverge and make your own. So I kind of imagined myself in a house where the host that would really completely love me and accept me and you know is all the pain, insecurity, vulnerability, anything that I would, I, I struggle with, that they would just be like, it's fine. Um, so I, I was able to feel a little bit of that, but I think I had a hard time because you kept then repeating, this is the house of your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's, You know, you know, sometimes they have these two sides. Like I'm an artist and I'm an engineer, mm-hmm. right? And in this meditation, the engineer was just giving me a hard time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, come on, it's just a fantasy. <laughs> Let it be. <laughs> um, but I, I, I did... I mean, it was kind of interesting because I, I got to this point where I almost felt 
I was going to feel something I've never felt. Mm -hmm. So I guess that it's working, right? If I'm getting that, to that. That's the whole point. <laughs> I mean, the whole point is exactly how, the way creatively you made it work for you. It doesn't matter that, you know, the house keeps changing, but you find a way to make it work. Like, oh yeah, I'm safe. I'm, I'm okay, just the way I am and accepting that. Great, we're done. You did it. This is, that, that was exactly the, po the whole point of all, of all the narrative. That was it. That was the point of it. Yeah, I guess what I was trying to say uh -huh. is that I, I got to a point that yeah. was very interesting that uh -huh. I would like to explore more yeah. was what would it feel mm -hmm. <laughs> to really be 100% accepted? Yeah. Like 100% accepted. Yeah. And I don't think that I've ever felt that in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's the part where I was really trying to feel that acceptance on There is nothing hidden that's not accepted. Like every everything is accepted. Right. That was quite challenging. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't happen with just one guided meditation. It might, but but it's 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 a practice. That's why it's little by little and then the heart opens more and more and more and more and the heart feels safety. Um, to accept it and feels like, oh, this is home. And then things will start falling into place more, and it's okay. You know, part, part of your mind is still like, no, this doesn't work, it doesn't, and, and it's all of that is okay, to include all of that. Yeah. yeah. It, it raises a question, it yeah. raises the question as, acceptance, is it something that some people are lucky to have experienced, and you get a taste of it? And then you see it and you're like, oh, yes, that was acceptance. Or you've never experienced it and you, you build it with this loving kindness practice, right? But then what does it feel? <laughs> That's kind of like I was, ha having, I was a hard, having a hard time creating something that I've never felt. If I mm -hmm. can make any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a very interesting point. And, um, you know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting question. So, so a couple of things about that. Um, one is, I don't think... I don't think it's necessary for the mind um, to have felt an ultimate experience to, ne to necessarily be able to imagine. I mean, us human beings, we're capable of a lot of imagination. But by knowing what it is along those lines, we can, you can extend the imagination. So I trust in the ability of the human heart and mind to imagine something we have never experienced. Um, so, and I'll give you an example. So I'll give you an example from my own practice. So um, I've been very curious and interested in reading a lot of near-death experience, NDEs, and I've read so many different accounts. And um, I've never died. I've never had an NDE. But one thing that I found to be similar in many near-death experience accounts that I've read is, mm -hmm. is um, the person experiences being received by 
this being of light or this being who could be Jesus or Buddha or this or that or in the case of a kid it was a I think a mutant ninja, ninja turtle or something it was really loving um, but but received with complete acceptance complete love that permeated every cell of their being and I read this over and over where they felt like it just like that there are very profound ways that people have described this and I've never died I've never experienced that so I don't know what that's like but in my practice as a practitioner I've I've done this guided meditation for my different versions of it and imagining that complete and it's astounding and it wasn't overnight but it's something that again I've never experienced that complete acceptance but my mind can go there imagining Wow, and it's been the, one of the most healing meditation experiences I've had in my life. So I, I offer that to you for your practice. Yeah, I felt relaxing when I was trying to, uh, you know, I didn't get quite... You want to grab sorry. that? I didn't get quite to feeling the acceptance. I can see I can work on this more. Yeah. But as I was trying to feel, okay, what would it feel to really feel accepted? Like, my body started to relax, yeah. you know. In, Great. Yeah. Great. And it's, and it's in pieces, yeah. We both have to leave. Um, uh, Morgan, I have had an NDE, and um, I will say that my experience was also a complete acceptance. I did not see the white light, a being in white light, but it was a sense of complete connection and peace and ease and um and so i just wanted to say to to say that um very interesting because i i had that experience when i was 21 and um i'm now almost 50 and it has it's still a process to ex, to accept and to trust it it's mm-hmm. still bu- is building and i mm-hmm. but um in this Meditation. I found it very interesting because I, um, when imagining the canoe, my dad is a survivalist camper, and I grew up doing a lot of canoeing, and so that triggered me. It triggered my ego into a kind of angry, frustrated place, and mm. I tried to let it go, and I said, I went, oh my gosh, there's something behind the anger. There's something behind the anger. And as I was going there, I went, I'm going to experience something and feel something I've never felt before. My ego, my I pulled the plug and I fell asleep. It was, I I went right into sleep and I rebooted like I came back to and I was a disgruntled teenager in a, in a, and I was so mad at the being in light who had welcomed me into the house that I went, well, isn't this boring? And I went into this totally aggravated, well, you can't accept me thing. And it was such a fascinating process, but the whole time I was judging myself, going, I'm not doing this right. I'm not getting where I'm supposed to be. And it was such a gift for your share because I was like going, that is what, and yours, this is going to be negative. But because I was like, oh my God, I failed that. But now as I sat and reflected, I went, oh my goodness, I am not good at receiving loving kindness I'm not and so I totally rebelled it was like it was very interesting and I said in the small groups I have a lot of work to do around these issues of giving and receiving loving kindness
Thank you. And I Thank have you. to leave to go get kids. Thank you. So I have a question, which um, I've experienced this. I experienced a little bit of it today, but I've experienced it in re longer retreats. And actually last week I was meditating and I had it. So sometimes when I get relaxed enough and I'm doing loving kindness, like my heart will begin to ache, right? So I'm just wondering how to work with that. Say, say a little more about okay. what you mean exactly. Oh, and my name is Susan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same more, Susan. Um, I guess it's just, it's like a pain, right? It's like I feel it on the front body, the back body, just like kind of your aching. heart center. Is it here? Kind of heart oh, center? Here. It's yeah, kind of heart here. center. Like, kind of, mm. uh, not necessarily a squeezing, just like a, yeah, like a throbbing ache. Like, just like, oh, okay, I feel it. And I'm not, I think I really resisted it and um, got upset about it. In years ago when I was in retreat and that was yeah. happening and I was like what the hell like pain <laughs> yeah. but now I'm like okay pain you know and I, I think there's still part of me that wants it to go away yeah. so I guess I'm asking you yeah. just how to work with that yeah yeah because Any ideas? I actually really appreciate that you already added what your attitude is because I would have asked you, you know, what's the attitude of the mind? How is the mind holding it? Is the mind rejoicing in it? Yay, that sensation again. Or it's like, ah, oh, make it go away. And it is make it go away, right? Uh, to in some extent, but not, not as much anymore. Not as much. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm kind of like, oh, like more curiosity now. Right. Like when right. it came up the other day, I was like, oh, it's been, I mean, it's probably there all the time and I'm just busy right. and rushing around. Yeah. And then I got quiet. Last week, and I was like, "Oh wow! Oh yeah, that! Like, what is that? You know?" Yeah. yeah. So kind of welcoming, but still like, "You're still there." Mm, right. So, so it's interesting because you know when we practice and we meditate, um, it is not uncommon for various energetic changes to happen in our body, and different sensations to show up. Um, and I like to call them sensations because. It's sensation plus unpleasantness that becomes pain, but that unpleasant is actually a label that kind of changes. Sometimes it can, the same sensation can have the label pleasant with it. So it's just sensation. And as you're describing this kind of um, sensation in, in your heart center, sometimes I have that too when, when I practice, when it just feels really tender or, or mm, it's just like, oh, so it's like, oh, it's that. And in my case, I don't, since there's no association of the word pain with it, it's just, oh, it's that interesting sensation that comes up. So, so it's not abnormal, you know, energetic changes and sensations can come up in the body in different places through different practices. And, and the heart practices can bring up in the heart center various feelings, you know, it can be warmth, can be tenderness, rawness, whatever. And... Um, the way to work with it is just that. See that it's just a sensation that the mind is slap that that the mind is slapping on the unpleasant to it. And in fact, somebody else, it's some other mind or another moment, maybe there would be another would be the vedana, the feeling tone 
could be pleasant, like, oh, it's that again, it's that familiar feeling I've had all these years, oh, isn't that nice, right? And it can completely shift it, and it just is, it's just there. And then when it comes up for me, it's like, oh, there, that, that's there, oh, there it is, oh, okay, I see you. So that would be the way to, to hold it, just let it be like anything else that's coming and going. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is. check myself when I think it should go away. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's still, like, back there, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to heal myself, and that is, like, a broken heart feeling. Ah, it's that rawness. Right. So is it's that, like, oh, that's going to go away when I heal. Interesting. It's actually that association. So it's that mm-hmm. association that, great, great, you see that. In, in fact... It's amber alert. We all got an amber alert. Yeah. So it's going to do that for. In fact, you know, I'm going to share with you. Speaking of this tenderness of the heart, um, let's see if I can find this little piece. Um, oh, it's this is great. Okay, so this is from Majjhima Nikaya 55. And it's a discourse given to Jivaka, the Buddha's physician. Or the Buddha addresses the duty of a monk living in independence on lay community. So um, I'll just read the last part of it. Basically, um, the, Bu- um, the Buddha is asking the, the, um, Jivaka whether, you know, what happens for a bhikkhu who's going to a village for alms? Who's, who's practiced, um, let's see, I'm going to just excise. Okay, so, and then he says, the Jivaka says, someone cultivating these qualities of their Brahma-viharas becomes sensitive to the suffering they create for themselves and for others. They are qualities that develop the heart. By cultivating and abiding in them, one leans towards that which would bring happiness to others and to oneself. This is the fundamental truth. As your heart becomes sensitive and open, you realize that suffering is painful and do not want to abide in it. So the part I like is as your heart becomes sensitive and open. So these practices make your heart sensitive. And the heart can actually, that energetic change can can be kind of like, oh, sensitivity, a quivering, a, a sensation. So it's not... A broken heart is a sensitive heart. It's a heart that can feel its own pain and other people's pain. As as difficult as that might be. Mm. So any other comments? Yeah, Cheryl. So your sharing, Susan, made me think of right at the end of, of, of our time, I thought, oh, I wish I had those judgment things. But I, um, because I've found uh, um, that using my own touch is helpful. So when I've had that, I put my hand on my heart and that, all that sweet and tender heart. But I, 
I, I had like a little distance between myself and the, the acceptance. Mm. The, I, I just felt this little distance between it, like mm -hmm. it was more of a thought than it was a feeling. And um, I wish I had remembered the practice to, because a lot of times if I put, if I put my hand on my face, like you might do to a child, right, you right. know, you sweet thing, you know, yeah. uh, that it would have drawn me right into it. And um, I just wished I had remembered that because it's a, it, it bridges the difference between thinking and feeling for me sometimes right. to right, touch. Right. Nice, nice. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll hold on to that. I'll, I'll speak about that later. Please, go ahead. I love floating down the river. And when I meditate and go deep, I feel the love in my heart. It just, there's no subject or object. It just, expands and expands and moving in to the the host of my heart and, and being there was it was so welcoming it was just and that feeling of being loved and just feeling and then when you said the gift and it was in a package and it's like that moved me out to my thinking because I was uh -huh. just floating. And then it was like this multi-dimensional thing that comes out and it's, it's like a hieroglyphic. I don't know if that's the word of, of, of time. And I looked at it, it was like shining and moving around and, and I went past time and back to the love in my heart. And I think that's how I feel, that more than anything, it's the love. It's not time, it's not having, it's not, it's just that feeling. I had a near-death experience too, mm -hmm. I could tell you about it at some point when I was a child. Yeah, I look forward to hearing it afterwards, thank you. I guess um, for, for me, um, it, you know, the um, visualization came easily, and to some extent, I credit that for being standing and having my eyes open, looking at the ground, because I feel like um, sometimes in a visualization, I try too hard, and so uh, it, it kind of I, it prevented me from trying too hard. It kind of just kind of happened in the background and took on its own existence and I was uh, welcomed into a this home house that had um, uh, loved ones who have passed away and um, uh, leaving was very sad in that mm. situation so it was very helpful that the visualization included a gift that will let me come back anytime mm. so, so it didn't make it such a sad departure so mm. So now I have that. Mm. So it's kind of a treasure for me now that I nice. can go back there easily. Nice. Thank you. I really appreciate how you adapted it to work for you. Mm -hmm. 
a house full of people who are deceased and love you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, lovely. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Great. Yeah. So, so for those of you who adapted it and it worked for you, I'm glad. And for those of you for whom it didn't work, I'm sorry. It's an offering and whatever works. But the point is really tapping into as much as possible, even if there is a um, blockage. It's not supposed to be pure every time for everyone. Don't expect that. But even if you're tapping into it a little bit, of that feeling of feeling loved and accepted and being able to let it in just a little more, just a little more. And if something is coming, is blocking it to, to explore that, what is the thing that's blocking and blocking that acceptance and, and love? I mean, that is valuable practice too, very valuable practice, just the same. So let's take a 10-minute bio break and we'll come back for our last short session together. Okay? All right. Thanks. Time flies. 